0: Welcome to Cigar Hustlers Podcast, episode 74. This week on the show, we have Justo Eroa from Aladino Cigars and one of the uh, cigar reps in Florida, Peter Hernandez. Hope you enjoy the show. Sit down and relax. Here we go.
1: You guys want to start by uh, introducing yourselves?
2: Hi, I'm doing, I'm Justo Eroa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Pete Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
2: So um, uh, what do you do, uh, i Justo? Uh, <laughs> let's see, what do I do? I uh, visit stores. I get to smoke and drink for a living. I'm very fortunate that uh, I represent some of the top-tier brands in the industry. Yes. And I'd like to start with uh, the Eroa brand. This, this is uh, what we're featuring today. And uh, we've got four different lines. And hey, let me introduce it's, it's, it's
3: the Aladino brand.
2: It's the Aladino brand. And let me introduce uh, Justo Iroa. Nice. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for having us over. Yeah. Real pleasure. Thank What's
0: you. the odds we get two Justos at the same
2: time? What are the odds? <laughs> well,
0: the
1: odds? I told you I was going to say this, so I need to get this out of the way first. Uh, Pete Hernandez, you know, you're, the, you're a rep here in South, 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 or in Florida. Right. Um, and I <clears throat> just want you to know that of all the reps. Oh, come on, stop. In all of Florida. I appreciate it. You are He's in one the top of them. Three. He's the you top three. are one of them. I'm one of them. <laughs> Stop. You, you, say, you say that to all the guys. No, the you trip. gave that shit to me, and I, I told you I was going to use it yeah, on sorry. you. So. But, you know, it's funny because now you got a mic in front of you and the camera. You seem a little nervous. You a little nervous right No, now? I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, you pretty feel comfortable. Good,
2: yeah. He's done this, okay. okay. yeah,
1: yeah, i kissed my ass a couple of times. Yeah, a couple of yeah. times.
2: And, you know, a little. I did my own radio show back in the day. I don't know if anyone knows that. You did. Yes, it was called the Stogies and Sports Show. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. And the sports bit was more of a fluff thing. We kind of spoke about the uh, French sports. I, I actually uh, interviewed Butterbean. No shit! Yes, oh, wow! Yes, yeah. we, we did a lot of cool stuff. How'd you get him on the show? Uh, it was easy back then. I mean, Butterbean was kind of a flash in the pan. For those of you who don't know who he is, right? Uh, he knocked out a couple guys. He was just one in there. He was a big, big guy, and he mowed guys down. And you know, kind of like the, whole, the the home run series. Everybody want to watch the home run. Everybody wants to watch a guy beat up another guy. You know? Man, I didn't know that. Now they
0: comparing that new guy to him all the time now too. Which one? Uh, there was a fight last week where a big guy the size of
1: Butterbean beat somebody.
2: Right. I mean, you know, good thing Butterbean's fights didn't go more than two rounds because I think he would have died on the. He hurt, yeah, heart attack. Yeah,
3: true. Right.
1: So, what well, you got to tell us a little bit about yourself? Who's how'd you get how'd you get into the industry? Well, Let's uh, start there.
3: I've always been in the industry. Right. My dad has been probably one of the the pioneers in in, in Central America after the Cuban embargo, uh, as you well know. Uh, basically tampa has always been the capital of cigar cigar city in, in the united states right. and uh, most of the raw materials were brought in from cuba into 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 tampa right and then all the manufacturers you know manufactured you know the cigars and, and <laughs> yeah there you go manufacturing but uh, uh, when the embargo came, you know, there, there was a, actually a need to start finding new sources of raw materials. Mm-hmm. And that's where Honduras, Nicaragua, and Dominican Republic really got their, their jump start. And then uh, and, and my dad was one of the pioneers uh, taken by the Oliva family into Honduras uh, to actually uh, go and sort a crop that was already planted there in 62. And actually, that same farm that my dad did the sorting for him is the current farm that we have. So I would say it's probably one of the oldest or the oldest uh, farm operation in, the, in, in Central America.
1: And how many brothers
3: do you have? Uh, we have uh, from my. Dad's side, I have two—a brother and a sister. From right. my mom's side, I have a brother and a sister.
1: And you got one that's in the absolutely. He was—he
3: right. was always with my dad during the Camacho days. He was the face of the of the Camacho, uh, which is Christian. Uh, Christian, absolutely, yeah.
1: So is he older than you or
3: younger than no, you? No, he's younger than us. So like growing
1: up. How many times did you kick your brother's ass?
3: Nah. Know. Actually, it was very difficult to kick his that's ass. What the, the For the simple, simple reason, is. I was always in boarding school. And when, when I got back and started to work, he was in boarding school. Right. So, you know, I went to boarding school since I was... Uh, 10, 11 years old.
1: Was the portingals, did that like happen because you guys were troublemakers?
3: Well, not because we were troublemakers. Remember, uh, when we were in Honduras back in the 78 or 80, I mean, it was, my dad always wanted, I went to Animal Farragut over here in in St. Pete where I started, started to go to school. That's because my dad graduated there. My dad graduated in 54, and Neil Armstrong graduated in 53. And they, both, and they both played in the same baseball team. Oh, cool. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. So my dad sent me there uh, when, when I went to fifth grade.
2: No so shit. so uh,
3: And then from there on, I finished up in boarding school up in Canada. So. And so, then so my brother and I, there's a six-year difference, so we were never able to cross paths so I could kick his ass all the time. But him and I get along extremely
1: well. Okay. So he didn't get to kick his ass. No,
3: no, no, no.
2: I, on the other hand, kicked <laughs> both of my brother's asses <laughs> for years, for years and years and years and years. I whooped both their asses in the front yard on my knees, and I'll th- tell it to their face. Well, tell it to Steven's face right now. Right. Well, now it's documented. But not anymore. Right. Right. No, not, no, we're no. friends now. Yeah. He's a lot yeah. bigger than you now. Right, yeah. There, yeah I mean, there comes me. a point,
1: you know, when, like, it, you were probably kicking his ass up up until, like, 13 or 14. Right, and then he got they bigger sprout, than
2: me. Yeah, they both got bigger than me.
1: And then you're like, and then we became
2: friends. And, and then they're, they're like, like, hey, we're good hey, now. Why, why are we doing this, yeah, guys? This is ridiculous. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> we're killing each I'm other. I'm losing right. now all the time. This is it ridiculous? Right. So no, I never really. Well, yeah, yeah. It took one loss. That's <laughs> what it <laughs> took. One loss. You learned your lesson. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: So you decided to kind of branch out and uh, and get into your own cigar brand and industry uh, just a couple of years ago, right?
3: Well, actually, as you know. My father had a non compete and right. therefore he had to stay out of the industry. Right. And then my uh my brother Christian was able to roll out and, you know, start his own brands, uh and and, and, and we had to wait on the sidelines and then when we were ready, uh basically we, we uh we launched Aladino, Rancho Luna and Tedascan, which are three lines, which are basically, you know, same old blends that we had in in, in our Camacho Camacho days.
1: So um Okay, so now my next question is going to be, how the fuck do you find a guy like Pete Hernandez?
3: Oh, that I, actually, I, there is in the industry there is there is I guess there is a group of of great reps which are kind of the old guard of the independent reps. Right. And then and there's, there's Pete. And, and well, <laughs> actually Pete <he> drives <laughs> Pete like he says he's also legacy. He comes from a legacy which was Paul, right. which I never had the opportunity to meet, Right. but I was introduced to him by by, by a great gentleman which is Mike Mike Perales right. from the Midwest. So, you know, that, okay. that he helped me out.
1: You want to tell that story? Cuz it's yeah. a good it's a good story. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah. Well,
2: um, Mike calls me and tells me, "Listen, I need you to go see these guys and uh, I need you to take the line, right? And you know, I listen. My card's full. I, I take the line. I, I means they want you to represent. They want you the to represent the brand. Okay. And I said, I don't know. He goes, No, I want you to go meet with the guy and and take the line. So I met with these guys and I smoked the cigars. And then, then you hear the you hear he's a legacy, and you hear uh, about his father and the t- the tobacco they're growing. And there's no way you can walk away from that, right? You know, you uh, rarely do you get an opportunity where you see the end game where you see you know just greatness and the cigars are great and the family is great they've got a long history um so i was very proud from the beginning to work with them right okay cool so
1: um how's he doing as far as you know overall operations
3: well, Pete is doing great. He's got, he, yeah. you know, he's one of those guys that really Step, breaks the ice. Make sure you get close to that. We cover that part, yeah. This episode brought to you by so Peter. He's, <laughs> he's actually known as Ted, you know, Ted the Bear from the movie. He's nice. Spelled mouth. Funny. Yeah. Funny.
1: He's got a bong in the car. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen it, but he's but he's got a That's lot like of it, way He it. keeps I'll going I'll out to the car to get cigars. I'll, for see, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Hold yeah. on. No, it's vaping now, you know. No, so but he's actually just, done, done all, a great job. Right.
3: Florida, as you know, South Florida, actually Miami area is really tough. It's right. He's t- taken us, you know, now we're starting to, you know, really see a lot of movement. There's, you know, there are a lot of stores there that are actually uh, carrying our product and right. doing extremely well. But, you know, they always say the farther you go up north is the farther you, you know, the more you go south in the U.S.
1: That's true. <laughs> and you're right on the cusp here. Yeah. Right. That is very true. Now, but you're also a member of the, uh, the Fuck That Guy, right? I am.
2: You are a member wow. of the Fuck That Guy. Boy, that travels far, yeah. It's Speaking of South Florida, you can right, talk Caribbean right, right. cigars. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little group of guys that gets together at a, at a local. Boutique shop and Caribbean. Yeah, uh, you, you got to give Alan the love that he deserves. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Alan's, uh, Alan's one of my one of my dear friends and attorney and good customer. <laughs> 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 you know, we knock it out right there. He's a he's a great guy and, and we get together there. If you're in the industry and you think you've been spoken about, you've definitely been spoken about. That, <laughs> you know, so it's a it's a, it's it's a great group and it's available to anyone. You just any given day you you pop on in. You never know who's gonna be there. And uh, some guys, uh, as soon as they walk in, everyone just shuts up. So to kind of get your opinion, (laughs) who's really in charge? Who's like the head of the FTG? You know, um, Hector. Hector is in charge of Espinosa Cigars? Of Espinosa Cigars. Hector, Mr. Warmth himself. Mr. Warmth. Oh, dude, he's just brutal. Uh, Jack Taranio is also a participant. See,
1: that was kind of where where I wanted to see who was of those two. those two, who was in charge. Well,
2: well, you know, Hector's there daily. Right. You know, Jack Torre only makes special guest appearances.
1: Yeah, and now he's flying around all over the place. And, right, you know, right, like a fucking maniac. Right. But
2: they're both, you know, brutal, brutal. Both brutal. I, yeah, I'm an easy target, so I keep my mouth shut most of the time. I do sling some <laughs> some fastballs, but I make sure that I'm in the right company. Every once know? in a while. Every once in a while, you, you know, drop a couple of zingers. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, you know? I you know, I'll make I, sure you're not there when I talk about you. I find, you know? I find
1: that hard <laughs> to <know>? believe. <laughs> All right, so uh, what do you got coming out? Are you are you making anything new for the show? Or I mean, well, you know. actually,
3: we are we're coming out. Um, you know, as you know, probably the best selling rapper in the country is Connecticut, right? And uh, actually, we're doing our, our Connecticut line, which is, uh, is I think is probably uh, something that we're really looking. We did a soft launch with four sizes. Right. Uh, we have a small perfecto, uh, we have a robusto, a toro, and a Churchill, a fifty-two by seven, uh, which is not actually a kind of a traditional. Churchill, because our Cuban Churchill is 48 by 7, but the industry has accepted a Churchill, which is a 52 by 7. I think is more the norm now for golf, uh, golfers and, and the industry. So we, uh-huh. we went that way, and uh, we did a soft launch uh, after the many of the guys that came from went to the factory trips in February. And, and it's been really, really, it's been really successful in the stores where they're already up to three orders. and wow. uh, um, That's really which, good. which is really good. And, we were, and now this is going to be one of the things that we're launching at the trade show. We're also going to be on the Reserva side, which is all our Corojo leaf uh, high primings. Uh, we had the Reserva Robuso that came out last year, but now we're coming out with the Toro. Uh, that MSRP is at 14, and the Robusto uh, already is out in the market at 12. This is an allocation product; it is very limited production, and uh, and it's something that is doing extremely well. We're very happy because you know every time there's there's a lot of posting that goes on Instagram and, mm-hmm. and the Connecticut and, and and the all the Aladino lines is is, is is very popular and in post, but the Reserva seems to you know take it to the next level. All right, <laughs> so
1: how many cigars uh, are you producing now annually? Rough numbers.
3: Well, rough numbers. You know, we're still a very small operation. Of course. I mean, we yeah, have uh, only been we're doing just it a starting, couple of years. But, you know, we, we roll ahead of time. So we'll, right. we'll have it. But I would say we're probably between half a million and 600,000. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah so sense.
1: so yeah, how many know. cigars are you looking at? Like, where's your cap? You know,
3: I think today in the industry, uh, it has to be, you know, a lot of people. The Camacho days are doing millions of cigars. we are doing over 15 million cigars. In our in, in my perspective, is we don't want to do that
1: right i mean you I, lose your quality for one falls mm-hmm. off in my opinion and and
3: you know with the prices of cigars today it's just the the, the amount of resources that it takes to run an operation like that right is, it's really not feasible so i would say if you're rolling between 3 and 7 million or 6 million you know you should be pretty solid
1: so you're looking at you want to kind of taper off around 6 million
3: yeah, but but that's that probably includes some private label, not too many, right? But, you know, very specific private labels that we'll be doing in the future, but you know, tapering off at that is, I think, is something that, that you, you need to you need to have control what your your control growth,
1: right? So you obviously have the tobacco for that that type of stuff because it's been six or seven years of you guys just growing, yep. and not making cigars, right? Yeah, um, do you have like the the enough people? In Honduras to handle that production, or would you scale it? Well, you it have to grow? remember,
3: uh, Honduras is variable. I would probably say, and I'm not, and I'm going to be a little bit biased in this, but it's, it's probably the truth. I would say Honduras, uh, in 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 quality of manufacturing, as dexterity for, for for manufacturing cigars, I would say is probably the best country in 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 labor. Right. And during the boom, Honduras was the leader in during the boom in manufacturing cigars above DR had better numbers. Now, no Nicar- now, now Nicaragua is taking the lead. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, the, the government has been extremely supportive, and Honduras also salary-wise is probably three times as more expensive than Nicaragua.
1: No shit. Yes, sir. I didn't know that. Um, so how many reps do you have across the nation? Well, we have nine reps. They're
3: all independent.
1: Okay. Uh, I Moving mean, and, and, to and my and next question. W- w- yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all independent. Yeah. Um, are any of them difficult?
3: You know, every every rep is is, is got their own personality, right? And every every personality is is, is 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 unique to their to their clientele, right? So you know, and, and that happens in, in, in anything that you do in sales. Everybody's got their own personality, and they're successful at it, and you got to respect that. Pete, shut the fuck up, man. Seriously.
2: <laughs> well, I'm you know waiting to jump in. <clears throat> I I think what more what people are going to be more interested in is what makes Aladino cigars different from right. everything else. You know. Um, one of the things that intrigued me is that uh, this corojo that they grow you know um, wow. everyone's used to growing or smoking a corojo 98 corojo 99 corojo 2000 and uh, the reason for that in the 90s there was an, out- an outbreak of mold in Cuba and it uh, killed all their crops so they created this hybridized plant which is still great tobacco but it grows much taller mm-hmm. uh, it also is very resistant so uh, that's what everyone uses because if you grow tobacco, that's what you want. You want better yields. You want tobacco that's not going to get sick. And oh, good job!
3: Yeah, the good thing is you muted.
2: Right, but right but that was a good thing. I yeah, good thing, thing I mute it. It Yeah, I'm real tech savvy. <laughs> <what I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> and, he probably uh, <clears throat> just answered and doesn't know. <laughs> so, um, these cigars, for example, the the Corojo, the the standard uh, Alalino, it, it all comes from one plant. So it's uh, wrapper, binder, filler. This authentic seed Corojo from 1960. Uh, the flavor is just totally different.
0: Yeah, really so want to place
2: an order? Yeah, some people. Really yeah, order. that wasn't an order. I <laughs> that wasn't an order. And, uh, Hector heard him talking. Believe about me, him. I would have. I would have put the phone. I would yeah. hold on. order. It's people summertime take the in Florida, order. pal. I'm taking every order I can. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so, um, so the flavor is just very different. Right. Um, You like it or don't like it, I think it's amazing. It's a very, uh, you know, ironically enough, they just rated it really high in cigars, uh, Cigars Aficionado. And they used a phrase that was really, it has warm Mediterranean spices. And I'm not the guy that usually goes that route with different, but the flavors are, it does have spice, but it's not a pepper spice. It's more of a cinnamon. It's more of a warm, uh, maybe I I don't want to say Christmas spice, but, you know, that's what it's more like. Right. Uh, it's very aromatic. Uh, it's this very is clean fine. on the palate. Easy to smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh People always ask me, "How's the draw?" Well, every cigar should draw well, right? But the construction is second. Well, at non- least 97% of them, right? And this, you know, but this, uh, the construction is second time. Uh, then the reserva, it's the same tobacco again. Right. Uh, the uh, the original is from the half of the half of the plant down, and mid then the res- primings, mid primings, mid primings, and uh, in the middle of and the the reserva is from the middle of the plant up where the wrapper is the corona leaf which is not very common. A lot of guys use the coronal leaf, which is lijado, on the inside of the cigar. So lots of times, that's why you get the uh, the cone-shaped because it's what what burns the slowest. Right. And uh, on that cigar, it's just and it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's a medium bodied It tastes medium bodied, but it's full medium to full on the heavy side. It's got great spice. It's got a great draw. It's got great flavor. It's you know I can't say enough about it. And it all comes from one plant. Do you think? Do you think Pete knows what the fuck he's talking about it now? Or like it I don't know. I mean, it's Maybe it's he's just bullshit. been traveling with him for. A That's long what he's time told now. me anyway. That's oh, what he yeah? told me it was. So you know they practice so in
0: the car, right? Yeah. And here's
3: the, yeah. Take this. That's not normally Pete's spiel. It's like, buy this, right? Well, so saying a little bit about uh, about the Aladino blend, the regular Aladino, 100% one hundred percent Corojo. Because One of the <laughs> things. One of the things. My dad really uh, kind of likes. My dad is a medium, medium-bodied smoker, like right. I am. I'm a medium-bodied smoker, but he likes tons of flavor. Right. So the way is uh, the way we have uh, created Aladino is a medium body, full flavor cigar. So if you're a mild to medium smoker, you could actually smoke that all day, as many cigars as you want, without really, you know, taking you over the edge or Uh getting a buzz. But if you're also a full cigar smoker, it's got so much flavor, so much intensity and richness of flavor that a full-bodied smoker could also smoke it. So Hmm. it's it's very unique. It's got that uniqueness that, you know, it it can serve both both types of smokers. Okay.
1: So getting back to the – so you handle all the reps?
3: Yes. So you're you're yes. The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we're a three-man team, so right. it works. <laughs>
1: so what are, like, some of the other challenges that you have w- as far as reps? Because, like, for me, that's kind of an intriguing part. I, like, I don't really get to talk to a lot of people that well, have. Well, you know, in, in the
3: industry, you know, independent reps is, is very special because – right. Oh, the yeah, they're, they're they, special. Right? A, a, because you need to understand <laughs> – The way i look at them you know they're your business partner of course it's very simple reason you know they as as they sell everybody makes money not only the store but also the manufacturer by him so it's very important you know to give them the respect that you want but also you also have to evaluate how big the territory is how many how many brands that they have and then if they're also getting the service that the stores require right so you know that's something that as, as as we go on we keep on learning. What are the what are the, you know the, the, the fallouts that my, the, or or the challenges that a a, a a an independent rep might have.
1: Right. So excluding Pete because he's in, in the room.
3: Who's your favorite rep? I would say all I, I, everybody's got a different personality and I get along extremely well with everybody <laughs> there's no favorites you know it's, there's some that you like make you more business your with kid and of the, right. more, the more business you do remember the more business that you do the, you know it's, it's, it's the better relation, No, relationships are are, 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 right. are separate from
1: business from so, bi- they're, they're, such a political answer
2: well no, relationships are it, independent, is, it is, it is you know? the truth it is the truth I mean you deal, with, you deal with a bunch of reps yeah and not always your favorite is the one you buy the most from yeah I know but Jeff Gruber is my favorite <laughs> Jeff Bruver,
1: <laughs> 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 hands down. No, Jeff's a great guy. No, just, you know yeah. it, what's really cool about you is I get to fuck with you a lot. You right. know what I mean, we have a good relationship. Right. Absolutely. So So, uh, I appreciate that. You know, uh, you never. I'm sure that you get in the car and like this guy's a fucking piece of shit. No, but, not at all. It, you <laughs> know,
0: not at all.
2: Not I'm at okay, all. okay with it. Not at, at all. The car no, he you're, in. you're a good egg. Can I psych mean?
1: himself up before he can come in? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, bro, we're gonna go in here. Guys, of shit! No, no, no. Actually,
2: actually, this is a. Uh, again this is one of my favorite stops uh not where i make the most money but it's definitely one of my favorite stops uh, you know you uh we've known each other for a long time yeah you know i've seen you guys grow and you, you guys have done a great job here you know this is a uh, i love the way you and your brother interact the way uh how you divide the responsibilities uh and i i enjoy you independently you know it's right. I, I i love hanging out. i love talking to you yeah buddy. of course man yeah. of course i can't tell you how many calls i've made Walked away with nothing. <laughs> 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 that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's
0: not lying. Um, you want to ask the questions? Uh, yeah, you want to take a break real quick first, and then we'll sure. come back?
1: Sure. All
0: right. Hey, this is Mike Two from a Cigar Hustlers podcast. If you're enjoying the audio version, make sure you get over to YouTube to a Cigar Hustlers podcast so you can see the madness in person. Boom. All right, we're back.
1: There, there you wow. go. Ooh, what a great commercial. We didn't even leave. Uh, it's a commercial of nothing.
0: Uh, we ask compete or...
1: We can't ask. No, no Pete. can't ask Pete. Yeah, we'll so, save him for next time. Like Pete, uh, in all honesty, Pete has a great story. Um, you know, Pete's been in the industry for a really long time, and you deserve your own podcast. So, we got to get you down here. You know, hopefully, we'll see you again before December, mm. and you know, when we do, we'll slide you in. That was a little jab. You're you're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you know. And just ask, okay, we listen. have
0: five questions we ask everybody who comes in and sits down with, and neither one of them
1: listen to the podcast, so they definitely don't know the question. Oh, that's good.
3: Okay, first question: What's your favorite cigar? I would probably say regular Aladino for me is 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 is, is, is
1: not it, the Connecticut, the other one.
3: Uh, yeah, I would say it's it's because it, it hits all the points. Whether you're mild or you're or full flavor, it, it's right there.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite cigar that's not
3: yours? You know, I, honestly, I like. Believe it or not, I don't smoke too many people cigars, but I do smoke Tatuaje. So, yeah. so I, I I like the way hey, he blends. Hey. I Look mean, he's, double, I think he's different. He's, he's done a great he's uh, a great job of marketing himself, and you know the way he you know handles the brand. I think is, is a model to follow.
0: Good, very good. All right, what well, one person living or dead would you like to share a cigar
3: with? Mm, living or dead to share a cigar with? You know, I I actually enjoy sharing and, 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 and smoking cigars with my dad, especially when we go over blends, uh-huh. because he's got so much knowledge. And believe it or not, even though I smoke during you know my whole life, I've never uh-huh. been a a, a, a a constant smoker. But now that I'm more traveling, I get to smoke more, and I'm able to enjoy and try to find things that were him and I, I can identify, and I can get his feedback. So for me, that's, that's the way to do it.
1: So before you jump to the next question, let me ask you, how old is your father? My dad turned Refin. 81 uh, this year. Okay, and he runs everything down. He
3: runs, he runs everything.
1: So has he ever has the conversation ever happened where he, you know, you talked about possibly having him pass the reins or maybe having is he have a
3: number 2? Well, or? one of the reasons I'm, I'm 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 full-time with him is is part of, you know, handing and learning the whole process because as he is, I'm also a farmer. So him and I are, you know, we I like more the farm than traveling and going from 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 being on the road constantly and, and doing that, I, I enjoy more the farming than, than, right. than, the, than the sales the Than dealing part. with the sales reps. But at the end of the day, you need to f- have the pool of, of, of cigars so you could grow tobacco and sell cigars. Right. So you can't have growing of tobacco unless you have the, the, the sales part in the, of in, in the sales right. of you the gotta cigars. Agree. you got to yeah. understand the full channel. I get, yeah. I get that for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So eventually you think that you'd be the guy that would...
3: I would. I think the way it's being set up is going to be a transition where maybe 50% of the time I'm going to be there and 50% of the time I'm going to be here. So right. it's, it's something that I have to deal with and it's something that is because there's a lot of people that have been with us for many, many years. I mean, sons, grandsons are now working with us and, and, and for us it's very important. To also do well in our in the community that we support.
1: Well, you're gonna right. need, you're definitely gonna need a number two there. That's there all the time though. Like yeah,
3: absolutely, just. absolutely. But we're not there yet. I think in the right. next uh, year or two, I think we'll, we'll be there. Yeah.
1: Is your dad gonna have a hard time? We like, hey. Just, uh, he's, we we'll you know, always have a hard time. Him?
3: Yeah, he's 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 very protective of his of his territory.
1: Right. Yeah, that'll be a good challenge. Yeah.
3: Okay. Right.
0: Good. All right. What one fictitious person would you like to share a cigar with? Hmm
3: fictitious person
0: somebody from a book a movie we've had cartoon characters
3: we've had people on restaurants
0: people on yeah people on signs. i was about to say that too
3: you could ask for the favorite, i haven't thought of anybody yet can you <laughs> go back to that one it's got to be yeah well, we can circle back no, we can circle,
0: yeah we can circle back what's the best piece of advice anyone ever gave you
3: if you don't have anything good to say about anybody keep your mouth shut Ooh. we're closing oh. fuck that guy bro you're out oh. you're fucking oh. out okay. it's over yeah. yeah. wow yeah I think it's always it's always to, to come out and always say the good qualities that everybody has because yeah. everybody's got a good qualities so anybody that's in an that industry and is putting out a product they believe is the best product that are coming out with.
1: Right.
0: So right. the last yeah. thing
3: you want to do, you don't, you know,
0: you don't, don't want. to knock somebody. You know, got to break out. a guy's yeah. balls every yeah. once in a while. You
3: yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but you know, you could do that joking around. But, yeah, you there's know, a way to do it. I, 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 yeah. There's a yeah. way to do it with class.
2: He, he is, is yeah. constantly breaking my balls. <laughs> <laughs> constantly breaking my balls. Once we were in the car, and, and I don't remember. I think I was going in reverse. I had a phone going. I had some shit going on, and he just and I went stop. I was right on the edge. Stop! Give me a... Yeah. But he's a great guy to banter with. Great guy to banter with. Yeah.
3: You know, talking about that, I guess the guy I really wanted to smoke a cigar with, but I get to do it in real person, is Ted. Ted the Bear.
2: Yeah. Foul
3: mouth. Tells you how it is. Yeah. You know, and if you have him on your side, we'll tell you a good story like he does. So I think Ted the Bear... From the movie is is, is the fictitious character.
2: Like oh, very good, very cool. Wow, that's very cool. That's nice. You are number one. <laughs> I, I told Look you at that. I told <laughs> you. <laughs> You're the favorite. <laughs> you know? uh,
0: the last question is just: uh, you want to give out any social media
3: or email or contact? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we are social media is I think is a uh, 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 hashtag GRE Tobacco, okay. and uh, you know we're we're struggling there. We're almost uh, getting to you know thirteen thousand. So oh, I need a couple good. more. I think like Tim Moore to, to, to get at Jerry and then our website is uh, www.jerry.com and we're always here to help and answer any questions so I'm always very accessible to people that want to contact us I mean
1: I can attest to that I got to give you credit for that because you know I'm a big believer in reaching out to people if I haven't spoken to somebody in a while and I'll, I'll throw out a text and say hey man how, how are you and he's like hey Mike what's going on how are things you know which is awesome it doesn't happen a lot in the industry um and you know, I appreciate that as a, as a store owner for sure. You know, thank so. you.
3: I really appreciate that too, and also for you reaching out. Yeah, like yeah, I said, course. anytime. I like your a. cigars. Yeah, thank you. I just like to
1: w- w- watch him sweat a little bit before <laughs> yeah, I fucking got, buy him. He's gotta earn it, <laughs>
2: you, you know. It. Yeah. See what he can do, you know. Well, when I always say I'm coming with Hustle, they usually oh. open the doors. If well, I like, say I'm coming by myself, a bitch. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be out of town. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're not available. Yeah. Quick pizza. <laughs> Everybody down behind the counter.
1: So like, this uh, motherfucker called. If he calls me, like he called me. Uh, a couple days ago, right? Yeah. And you know, it's you got IPCPR coming up, so I have to call all the accounts. I, you know, I'm just a one man show, right? So I got like a 10 minute window to eat fucking lunch. So I'm fucking eating as fast as I possibly can. My phone rings, Pete Hernandez. I'm like, fuck, I got to eat the sandwich. I'm not gonna answer the phone. So rings, rings, rings. Plus, Pete already ate. Right? You know. <laughs> so it is, it's all keto, so it's just meat. Um, I don't answer. Right? Fucking two seconds later, shop starts ringing. Phone starts ringing, and then all of a sudden, one of the employees, hey, uh, Peter Nan is on the phone. I'm like, Motherfuck. I was like, I was just fucking,
3: <laughs> I was trying so, to avoid him, but he's he, you cannot. That's that's Ted,
1: right? I won't,
2: I mean, you know, I, I don't if I'm busy, I'll call you right back, honestly. right? But, you know, but I appreciate the you know, the fucking well, yeah. you know, if I don't call you while well, I've got you in my sights, that's and then it. I'll just move on. Yeah, and, yeah move on it might be a couple of days. That's right. also
1: that's hard, too, right? You know, I right. totally understand that. You right. know, as far as calling accounts, uh, they say, hey, call back in fucking three hours. Like, okay. Well, then you start moving down the list, you, you forget about that Three guy. hours has right. gone by and yeah. it's the next right. day. Yeah. You set a fucking timer. It doesn't matter. Right. You, you know, the timer goes
2: off when you're in a conversation. You know, and, and there are guys that I know I can... Uh Relentlessly call, yeah, and I know that you're eventually going to answer the phone for more than one reason. You'll either answer finally to answer the phone and get right. rid of me, or <laughs> because we have always got something funny to say to you. I'm always going to break your balls or say something, right. and it's always going to be an interesting conversation. You it's don't true. have to buy anything. It's, it's always, true. you know, that is very you true. You know, and you got to keep that relationship. That's really a big part of it. Is you got to keep the relationship. Absolutely, and, and absolutely. If you know, i think he he'll ask me. Did you have you, you spoken to someone? Man, I spoke. I called that guy three days ago. He didn't answer the phone. All right. I'll, And then now, now I'm going to get you. Right now, you're going to answer the phone. And so eventually, I get the phone call, and it's just getting it out of the way, staying in your mind. You got to stay fresh in people's mind. That's in this industry, um, you can't just work the phone. You've got to show up at the store. But it's a combination of uh, using the five different tools you have, which is text and email and phone calls and social media. And uh, you can't. You're fighting for shelf space. Right Right. at the end of the day, you're fighting for shelf space. And if you and if you become irrelevant. Uh, in someone's uh, humidor, that's what happens. Uh, your, your product gets moved over, um, they buy other things, and I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of things out there that I, I, when I walk into a store and I see it on the shelf, and I knew my turn was next, and that guy's cigars are in, you know, I feel he's taking up my space. Like, Frank, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, it's my space. You know, I've been here long enough, I've been doing this long enough, I carry good brands, there's no reason why you should have that guy's product when you, when you should have mine. Right. Again, everyone deserves a chance. But that's the way I feel. After in my know. head, that's how I see it. Right. You know, right. I get it. Wrong or right, but. Hey, you know, you've been in the game long enough. You did,
1: you have your own opinions. You right. Know? Right. It's totally understandable. Right. Fucking get it.
2: So. And. Sorry about so, that. So, uh, no, you're good. No, you're fine. So, um, what was, else can he I. He was
3: taking all the air anyway, so. Right. What, right.
2: what else do you want to know? Um, you know, about the farm. Do you have any questions? uh. uh what do you do in your life, Mike? Can you ask <laughs> me? Hey, yeah, and how, do you, how do you run your distribution? How do I run my distribution? Yeah. I call
1: people. You call people. Right. I send emails. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, social media. Yeah, promote via e-mails, social media. Everything. Like, I mean, I have a different mindset and outlook towards all of it. Like, I don't believe, like, yeah, and it's a constant battle in my head, too, because as a retailer, I'm like, well, you know, if I don't see this rep, it's hard to continue to engage in the product, right? But with that being said, I also have my own focal points, right? I have my own brands. I rep my own brands, as well as, you know, Rome was kind of my lineage. So, like, they're a main hub for me. You know, um, those guys have, been, have never fucking given me a hard time for anything. They've always had my back. So um, to deviate from that is difficult. Um, so I believe in it. But, you know, I also believe in uh, building a brand via social media, you know, being in contact with people, but not necessarily being in their face. You know, technology is, is there enough where you can just FaceTime a motherfucker and, and shoot the shit for twenty minutes and not have to drive there, right? Um, this year, I haven't been on the road really at all. Um, it just hasn't really been in the cards. You know, I, it has to it has to kind of outweigh the cost has to has to justify, right? I mean, because you get on a plane, you rent a car, you hotels, food. I mean. You're gonna drop twenty five, thirty five hundred dollars easy on the trip alone if you right. have to leave the state, right? So you gotta offset that with events, you know. And if you don't have product, or you know, if you don't slate the events, or you know, shit happens with the retailer says they're gonna do an event, and then all of a sudden they back out, it makes it difficult. So um, my outlook and my mindset towards that is definitely different. Now I'm also not looking to produce and sell five or six million cigars a year. I mean, if I ever got to a point where I was producing and selling, you know, 700,000 to a million, I'm fucking golden, right? Right.
2: Because my overhead is super lean. So, looking at it as a retailer. Yes. uh, How much... What is it that you put the most weight on when you take on a brand? Are you looking at the blend? Are you looking at how you like the company? Or are you looking at the possible the monetization of it? Uh, you know, the return?
1: Uh, the return doesn't really bother me. I don't even think about that. Um, to be totally honest. Well, first thing is the cigars got to taste good. Right? Of course. Um, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of people will say that it's a great time to smoke cigars. And yeah, they are right. But there's a lot of bullshit out there. You know, there are a lot of guys that don't have factories or don't have access to great tobacco. And, you know, they're hooking up with so-and-so who's giving them shit that they have a lot of. And they're getting, you know, a light cigar, not in flavor, but in overall grams, that they're paying a premium for that doesn't really taste good. That happens a lot. So um, I look for, obviously, flavor profile. I look for who who I have to fuck with as far as the rep or, you know, the owners of the company. Um, And then I also consider the branding, the overall branding aspect and what they look to do to promote, not only by coming into the stores, but, you know, more on a national level as well. Those things are my factors.
2: I find that one of my biggest obstacles is no longer a viable reason. For example, I get a lot, well, no one's asked for it. Right. And I find that today's consumer has a broad, um, Rotation, let's say, yeah. for lack of a better term, they they'll have six, seven, eight cigars in that rotation. So they'll walk into your humidor, and it's hard they'd be hard pressed not to find something they can smoke. So they won't ask for anything.
1: I mean, to be honest, I've used that cop out. It's just a cop out. What do you mean? Nobody's asking for it. Right. Right. That's just complete bullshit. Because at the end of the day, my consumers should trust in what I'm going to say. Hey, you should smoke. Right. Hey, you should smoke this. And they'll say, okay, you like this or you're going to like this, right? You know, that, that is a, a big aspect for retailers. And that's what a lot of retailers should be doing. Uh, you don't have that a lot. A lot of retailers just check the fuck out. They're either retired guys or they try to be young, youngster know-it-alls that, you know, really don't give a fuck. It's trying to get a paycheck or, you know, think that because they're in the scar industry, they can be egotistical. Um, that happens a lot in the
3: industry. Well, and I think that's very important. Uh, if 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 you're going to work with somebody in the store, well, what happens is you build up a, a partnership, right? N- uh, of, of of not only building the brand but also building the sh- the shop, right? And that's that's where I think where you just mentioned is extremely important. Well, here is really a partnership. Because yeah. what you yeah. need to do is, as as long as the manufacturer is behind you, you will put your 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 your, your store behind it. Right. And, and right. if you both grow, it, it's a win-win. The last thing you want to do is not have anybody that checks in and see, hey, how is everything's going, or if you got stuck with a product, what do we need to do to move it? Right. And that's that's where you know because you know I've mentioned to you before, you know there are some s- smaller stores in your territory. that are doing fantastic numbers. Right. And, 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 you know, and the big elephants in the, and, and, and that are not moving it. Right. So, you know, you need to evaluate who gets behind your brand, and those are the guys you really need to support.
1: Yeah. I mean, I look at guys like HVC. I look at guys like, you know, like right. you. And yeah. I say, all right, they got great cigars, you know.
0: We get a little feedback so every once in a while. For some reason that just fixes it I like that. Okay. Our so
1: then I got to, right so at that point, then I work on integrating those companies into the shop. Just that simple,
2: you know. When I, I love to work the humidor, love talking to the consumer. Right. Um, I let very few of them get away from me. You've got to tell me that you're not interested. Right. I'm not interested. No, I know what I like. And then, you know, I'm not going to mess with you. Before I'm a, before I'm a cigar uh, rep or enthusiast, I am, I'm an ambassador to this thing of ours. Right. And the most important thing for me is for a guy to enjoy his experience. Right. And the last thing I want to do is, you know, be a jerk. You know, I mean, you don't sometimes. want to push
0: him into smoking something he's not going to like. Exactly, that does nobody right. If a guy
2: tells me I don't I don't sell a lot of mild cigars. Now I have the Aladino uh, Connecticut. I have a few cigars that are Connecticut. I don't typically smoke them. Um, if it's in the store, I'll move them towards that. But if a guy right. wants a um, if a guy tells me, "No, I want a uh, I like a, an infused cigar," have at it. I don't have anything infused. I'll ask him sometimes. Are you interested in trying something that tastes like tobacco? Right. You know, do you want to move on? You want to move on? Because I, I, think that you know, flavored cigars or infused cigars played a big, part, have played a big part in our industry. I'll be sorry to see it go. I think that you know that has its, that you think has its, its gonna place. Go? I, I think, I think there's a very good chance it's going to go. You know, I think it's a very good chance it's going to yeah. go. And, um, and I'm, I'll be sorry to see it go because I know that a lot of guys, uh, are entered this because of you know infused cigars. It'll hurt this industry. I think so. I Big think time. so. I think maybe some guys will now smoke, because we have a, a beautiful sweet tip cigar. Um, Here's even I life. smoke it. No, right. no, I'm not even going to say. The Tadiscan. The scan. Can I get into the Tadiscan Habana? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sugar tip. The sugar, yeah. So be. if you saw a guy that was smoking an infused cigar. You're not going to say, hey, you should try this? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. If it's in, if we have it in the store, absolutely. But one of the things that it bothers me when I'm in a store is when, a, when the, when the tobacconist says uh, if you need anything let me know. Right. You know, listen, you need to engage that customer, and you need to guide them into it, and then try to upsell them. You well, know, a guy's not going to try anything new if you don't offer it to him. So, here's what I've learned over 9 years of experience is I,
1: I like to make the intro, hey, if you need anything let me know. And then you got to give them time. Because what happens is it's kind of a catch 22. You have some of those consumers that especially the older guys that are set in their ways, they don't want to be fucked with. They don't want you asking them so if they're in and out with less than 45 seconds in that humidor, you don't talk to them. You ring them up, have a nice day, thank you very much. Because if you do touch them, you're going to piss them off. Now, if they're lingering in the humidor, you got to circle in, right? That's just how our method, that's, that's what I think works the best, you know? Um, because I've seen I've seen it go the other way where we're on top of them. They're like, No, I don't I don't need right. fucking help. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. I just want my Monte Crystal white. Leave me, you know, right. fuck off. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. You know, I'm not trying to steal anything. It's like holy shit, man. I'm, just, right. I'm here to help you. You know, so you got to kind of are set in their ways. Yeah, yeah, you got to kind of give those guys that leeway. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. I just kind of learned that you can't deal in absolutes. Right. Absolutely. So, absolutely. absolutely. Right. So, um, I feel that like that 45 second window, 30 to 45 seconds of a guy in the humidor, giving them that time, it kind of indicates if, if one, if they know what they want and they're going to be in and out, or two, if they're interested in trying something
2: else or, you know, you know they're just kind of curious and, and walking around. So. If I approach you in the humidor, feel free to tell me to leave you alone. But <laughs> but I'm probably not. I'm the guy who's going to come at you right right from the get I'm going to give you a target to hit. I'm going to introduce myself. I take ownership of that humidor. Right. And then I ask you, what are you smoking today? Wait. I so. all that's right. all he does. Right, give right, me right, those. Right. Those are terrible. I, I have <laughs> been a little bit sometimes, you know. Aggressive. It all, it all depends, aggressive. you know. Right. Late in the
1: evening, you know, a little when in, a guy tells into me, your so, cup. Six right? martinis. At the end of the day. Right. Right. It's like, well, I will, well th-
2: I will tell you this. When a guy tells me he wants, lots of times, when someone says that they want a mild cigar, that's not what they mean. They mean smooth, because you ask them, so what do you, what do you typically smoke? They don't and want bitter. Well, right. They'll say the name of a cigar that's everything but mild. Right. So also, what, what you like is, a, a, you know, you like a smooth cigar. Right. You, well, yeah, that's what I meant, Target, right? Right. So um, I'll ask them, what do you drink with that? Or what do you drink? And I try to find out what your palate is like. Well, do you like spicy food? Do you like bourbon? Do you like scotch? A lot of guys drink bourbon and scotch and are tr- smoking macanudos. And they smoke macanudos. They pronounce it macadoodles because that's what their father smoked. Or that's what their grandfather smoked. That's the name that they're used to hearing. Right. But not necessarily because that's what they like. Uh, they've been on a golf course, and you know, those of, those guys at golf lots of times will have their cigars and the cigars that they hand out. Right. And, and you've been given a cigar that you know hits you in the back of the throat. That is aggressive. That isn't age. That you know, and. And that's your impression of what a cigar is, Oh, that's a strong cigar, that's a bad cigar. That's right. not a strong, that's a bad cigar. So I have a way of telling them, I you know, usually tell them, listen, you're smoking way beneath your weight class. Right. You know, and they'll wonder, what do you mean? Well, once you take a sip of that scotch and you're smoking that cigar, you're not going to taste the smoke anymore. So the idea is to smoke something that's going to stand up to whatever you're drinking. So I, you know, I try to navigate once and then I get their attention. And then I'm able to make a, a recommendation based on what I think their palate is going to enjoy. Because at the end of the day, I want them to enjoy the cigar. Right. You know, you try to win as many hearts and minds as you can when you're in the humidor. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not easy. It's a lot of fun. I love what I do. Right. You know, and that's probably the, my favorite part of my job is engaging the consumer and finding out what they smoke and. I'm laughing. And guys. telling people to go fuck themselves, all right? <laughs> That's the answer you guys want, right? <laughs> Listen, I haven't, sent any, I haven't told anyone to, to go fuck themselves that didn't have it coming, all right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fair uh, enough. So what do you say? Is that uh, how we're good
1: here? Or oh, yeah, yeah,
0: We're good. It's either a break or to? What's that? It's either take another break or we're good.
1: You want to do a quick update on stuff before we... Uh, uh, I didn't bring anything. Nope. We just wanna, well, we day. just made these shirts.
0: You can plug your shirts, certainly. We Stand made these shirts. shirts. You want
1: to give away a shirt? Sure. Okay, so then why don't you add how you're gonna give away this shirt I don't the shirt at the
0: end? Oh, okay, just put it on.
1: Extra. Yeah, yeah. Link it I in. I can do that. You know. Yep. New post on. You wanna shirts. show the back of the shirt? Like, Anybody who hasn't seen it, you wanna flex? Uh-huh. Oh God! <laughs> it's got the it's got the war bear. The war bear. Hope you didn't see my ass crack. The, but vote but yeah, you, did, you need sorry. to go a size bigger. I think. I think you need to go a little. You like that? I need to go a little bigger. Yeah, Pete said, "Hey, you looking good, man?" I said, "Yeah, smaller shirts." <laughs> You know, not bad. That's the trick, Pete. Smaller shirts.
2: Yeah, I'm not wearing smaller shirts. There you go. Just break it down. Yeah. Yeah. You lose weight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Right. 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 I have like three levels of shirts. You know, right now I'm at the medium to smaller stuff. Yeah. Have the, uh, the have the bigger stuff in another closet. You know, so that's kind of taper yeah. up. Well, you know the way it works. Uh, yeah. for those of you who've known me for years, uh, you try to lose it as fast as you can before the trade show, right? And then right. gain it back as slow as you can. Right. That's really the cycle. You know. Yeah, I got I gotcha. you. Yeah. I
1: mean, like I float between the large and the X- XLs. You know. Right. Depends upon the day. Right. You know,
2: right. is what it is. This was great, man. I wonder how many guys are watching. What well, are it's we, not live; it's taped. How many how many guys are? So it'll well, be up next Tuesday. Our yeah, last cool. video had now over 2,000. You send me years. a link so I can certainly Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, we'll
3: tag you guys in it when we put it up. Thank you, Yeah, right, cool. absolutely.
2: Yep. Well, hey, you
1: know, we appreciate you coming yes, out. Thank you very much.
3: You thank know? you so much for the time. Really nice over here. A beautiful store, beautiful location, and great people. Oh, thank thanks. you. All right.
2: All right. Bye. Boom. Hello. This is a prepaid collect call from the Correctional Institution.
3: This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1 to refuse charges. Thank you for using T This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, a Mike and Mike production. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for all new episodes with some of the biggest names in the cigar industry. You can follow the guys on Instagram at Cigar Hustler for Mikey and FCC underscore Mike for Mike too. You can also follow the show on Instagram at A Cigar Hustler podcast and on the Facebook page and the all new YouTube channel. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on whichever podcast provider you choose. Thanks for listening.
0: Hey, it's Mike, too, with a little secret contest. Make sure to get over there and watch the YouTube video of Cigar Hustlers Podcast, episode 74. And somewhere during the video, there is information how to win a War Bear t-shirt.